Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, for you guys, week 15 quarterback start or sit decisions for fantasy football in 2020. Inside this video, we're going to go over every single match from Thursday night football to the two Saturday games, Sunday football, all the way through the day, and then Monday night football. Now, before I get into this video, I'd like to ask if that at any point in this video you end up enjoying, you end up having a great time, so please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. Not only is it free, I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship and real quick before we get deep into it i'd like to give you guys a quick word from my friends and my sponsor over at overlaydfs.com overlaydfs.com is my favorite place to play daily fantasy sports on the whole world wide web now typically i play in the matchup shop they also offer progressive tournaments that you guys can enter as well but we're gonna be talking about the matchup shop here the matchup shop is very very simple i'll show you guys examples from last night's game from the dallas cowboys up against the baltimore ravens who scores more fantasy points Amari Cooper minus two or CD Lamb plus two? The correct answer was Amari Cooper minus two. These are a lot of these are really no brainer questions. Who scores more fantasy points? Zeke minus seven or Tony Pollard plus seven? It is so, so simple to win money on overlaydfs.com. All you do is you pick one of these and you select how much you want to bet on each and every single matchup. You can pick one, you can pick all seven, you can parlay them all together. It does not matter. It's so easy to win on overlaydfs.com. Make sure you guys check it out. You do all this research all week long to win your fancy matchup. Why not win some extra cash on top on overlaydfs.com? And we are back. Let's get into week 15 quarterback start or sit decisions. We begin with Thursday night football, the Los Angeles Chargers at the Las Vegas Raiders. In this one, I like both quarterbacks. Now, Derek Carr is kind of in the point where I'm not too sure if I want to start him or not. He's kind of on the edge to where I want to start him, but, you know, if uh, some things go wrong in this game, he will not be worthy of that start. But Derek Carr has looked manufique perfecto, as they would say, as of recently. So I like him here up against the Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers defense is complete and utter dick cheese at defending the pass, the run, pretty much everything that you would want the defense to be able to protect. And I think that Derek Carr should be able to have a pretty solid game here up against the Chargers. For the Chargers quarterback, Justin Herbert, the pervert, I expect a big game here up against the Raiders defense. The Raiders defense isn't all that great. While the Chargers do struggle in some games, to me, this does not scream one of those where he really has a bad performance. So I like Justin Herbert here up against the Raiders. Now on to the Saturday games, beginning with the Bills at the Denver Broncos. In this one, I like Josh Allen. Josh Allen, to me, is a locked and loaded weekly starter. You don't really have to think too much about it when you throw Josh Allen into your lineup unless the matchup was like impossible which it has not been this season so Josh Allen is a guy that I'll throw into my lineup up against a not so hot Denver Broncos defense Denver Broncos quarterback Horsecock Drew Locke was back in the saddle last week and balling out but I don't expect a tremendous game out of uh, Drew Locke in this matchup now Drew Locke is kind of one of those players that you can pretty much start on any given week or sit every given week just based upon the randomness that is Horsecock Drew Locke in some games this guy's wiener is 12 inches. In other games, this guy's wiener can't even fucking get measured. It's that small. You need a microscope to get out there to measure that thing because he either plays great or he plays bad. There's no in-between for Mr. Drew Locke, so I like uh, Josh Allen in this one, and I'm going to stay away from Mr. Locke next game here. The Carolina Panthers at the Green Bay Packers. It seems as though Christian McCaffrey is taking the big dirt nap and not going to return for the rest of the season. I do apologize for anyone who owns 
Christian McCaffrey in fantasy football. With that said, his quarterback, Teddy Two Gloves, is not going to be a start in this matchup. Teddy has been pretty solid thus far this season for fantasy football, which is pretty surprising to me, but not very surprising once you saw how we played once week one commenced. Up against the Packers, it's a tougher kind of defense for Teddy Two Gloves, so I don't expect him to have a very big game here, so he's going to be a sit. Mr. Discount, double check, A.A. Ron Rogers, State Farm God, is going to have the potential to be the number one quarterback on the week in this matchup up against the Carolina Panthers. While the Carolina Panthers defense looks stout the last two weeks, the week, or last week, I should say, the two weeks before that, they were looking pretty good. Last week, they looked like they could not stop anything up against Horsecock Drew Locke. I think Aaron Rodgers gets his way in this matchup and puts up some humongous big numbers up against the Panthers. Next matchup here, we got the 49ers at the Dallas Cowboys. A beautiful matchup for your eyes to behold. Nick Mullins versus Andy Dalton in this one. I don't feel ultra confident in either of these guys. I feel like 9-inch Nick Mullins, just like with Drew Locke, is kind of one of those quarterbacks that really rides the hot streaks in the game, or he just gets ice cold. Nick Mullins could easily throw a couple of dots in this matchup and put up two to three tugs up against the Dallas Cowboys, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he played very bad and kind of went into his shell, so I'm going to be sitting down Nick Mullins as well as Andy Dalton, because the 49ers defense has looked pretty decent as of recently, and the Cowboys offense has looked the complete opposite of that next game here we got the Seattle Seahawks at the Washington football team Russell Wilson is going to be a start for me in this matchup just like with Josh Allen who we talked about earlier Russell Wilson is a must start on a weekly basis you just cannot talk yourself out of starting Russell Wilson this definitely is no cupcake matchup because the Washington football team defense looks too legit to quit, but I still think Russell Wilson will be able to get it done in this matchup Alex Smith seems like he is going to be able to get the start after the guy missed half of that game. Um, Dwayne Trashcan Hashcans came in, and they still ended up winning. I think Alex Smith won't be that great, though, even though this is not a tough defense to beat in the Seattle Seahawks next game. Here we got the Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. This is where, before we were talking about a quarterback who, like Derek Carr, who's just eyeing slightly above the part where you want to start them. These guys are just too short. They're like Kyler Murray trying to look over a wall that is six feet tall. They simply cannot do it in this matchup. Mitch Trubisky has been playing very good and was slinging quite well up against the Houston Texans last week and played all right up against the Minnesota. No, he didn't play up against the Vikings. Uh, Foles played up against the Vikings a couple of weeks ago in that game that he ended up getting hurt in. So Mitch Trubisky has not played the Vikings this year. I think this one's going to be a close matchup. Both of these teams really want to win to make the playoffs. And I think this one's going to be a very run-heavy affair between these two teams. So Mitch Trubisky as well as you like that, Kirk Cousins are going to be sits for me in this matchup. Next game here, we got the New England Deflatriates at my Miami Dolphins. Now, Tua Tungavailoa is coming off of a career game up against the Kansas City Chiefs, a career being six fucking games in the NFL, put up his best numbers up against the Kansas City Chiefs. But Bill Belichick does these things to these rookie quarterbacks, which is just mental fucking warfare. He will get into Tua Tungavailoa's brain and make this guy do all these mental gymnastics to try to figure out what he's going to do in the game. Two of Tua's biggest weapons are likely going to potentially be missing in this game. Mike Kosicki, in my opinion, definitely going to miss. Devontae Parker is like 50-50 in my eyes, so it's definitely going to hurt Mr. Tua Tungavailoa. So I do not love him in this matchup, even though I think my Miami Dolphins are going to eat up, end up eating a W like their name was Jameis in this matchup. Cam Newton is just hit or fucking miss at this point in this season. We've seen games where he's really good. We've seen games where he gets pulled. Pulled for Jared 
fucking Stidham. So I don't trust Cam Newton up against a very tout or a very, very tough Miami Dolphins defense next game. Here we got the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Baltimore Ravens. In this one, we're going to be starting up the man who shit his pants in prime time, Lamar Jackson. The Jacksonville Jaguars defense is Bad news bears. Lamar Jackson has been balling out of control as of recently. He literally put up the best game, in my opinion. Maybe not the best game of his career, obviously, because he missed the whole third quarter. There's no way that he had a cramp. No way in my eyes. Lamar Jackson had a cramp. That man had to take... He either had, he probably ate some chipotle before the game. He probably had to take a nasty shit, and that's why he ran off the field. If you guys watch the video, this man is clenching his ass, and I was looking at his ass just to figure that out, obviously. He's clenching it. It looks like he is going to shit all over the floor, and he gets out of there, Paul Pierce style. Lamar Jackson, though, up against the Jaguars. I expect him to do the shitting on them, and maybe this time Odell Beckham Jr. will be there to pick it up afterwards. Gardner Minshew, the Minshew man, getting a start here up against the Baltimore Ravens, but the Ravens defense did look good. Oh, Nick, the Ravens defense didn't look good up against the Browns two days ago, you dumb fuck. I agree, they did not look that great, but Gardner Minshew and the Jaguars are not as good as the Cleveland Browns, which is very surprising when you think about it. Next team here, next game, here's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tampa Bay Tom Brady at the Atlanta Falcons. If you guys have ended up enjoying this video this far and you're new, please make sure you hit that subscribe button down below. And if you are not new, you've been watching for a while, please make sure that you hit that like button. So this is a revenge game for Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan was up 28-3 in the Super Bowl. 28-3, and this motherfucker choked on it. He's not the throat goat. He was just getting taken it in the throat from Tampa Bay Tom Brady, who was New England Tom Brady back then. Tom Brady going up against the Atlanta Falcons. This is a smash matchup. I love Tampa Bay Tom Brady in this matchup. Matt Ryan, though, not so much because the Bucks defense has looked pretty good this season. Next game here, we got the Detroit Lions at the Atlanta Titans. And in this one, I like Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill was a guy that I was heavily speaking the praises of. I was singing his word like it was the fucking gospel last week. I was all on board on the Tannehill train, and he didn't play all that great up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Why is that? Because Derrick Henry ran for like 200 yards. They just ran the ball a million times. They did not need to rely on Ryan Tannehill, which could be the case in this matchup as well, up against the bum Detroit Lions, who are likely going to be be without their quarterback, Matthew Snapback, Matthew Stafford, in this matchup. But I still think Ryan Tannehill will be able to get it done and is a very safe quarterback this week with a whole lot of upside up against the Detroit Lions defense. For the Lions, obviously, like I said, Matt Stafford may not end up suiting up in this game, which would be very, very bad for the Detroit Lions. And uh, I think it's going to be Chase Daniel in this game. Maybe we saw Matthew Stafford's final game in a Lions uniform this season or maybe ever. Who knows? Next game here, we got the Texans at the Indianapolis Colts. And speaking of Matthew Stafford, the Indianapolis Colts could be a nice landing spot next where if old man Phil the Thrill Up Rivers decides to retire and go 10 to the 7,000 kids the man has. Deshaun Watson going up against the Indianapolis Colts is no easy matchup. The Colts defense has looked pretty solid this season, but I do still expect Deshaun Watson to put that defense on the table and stick it all the way in there without the use of any lube in this matchup. Maybe actually he'll use some lube because it's not going to be easy to get in there without it for the 
Houston Texans here. The Texans haven't looked all that good. Chad fucking Hansen, your local frat boy, ended up scoring a touchdown in, or ended up looking very good in that matchup as the wide receiver one for the Houston Texans, but I still think they'll be able to get it done up against the Colts. Phil, the Thrillip Rivers, has looked pretty solid thus far this season. The biggest issue with Phillip Rivers when trying to determine if you want to start him on a weekly basis or not has to do with the fact that you're going to either get a really run-heavy team out of the Colts or a not-as-run-heavy team where Phillip Rivers gets to air it out. Hopefully this week up against the Houston Texans, we see Phil able to air it out, but with how many touchdowns T.Y. Hilton has been scoring as of recent, I feel like Phillip Rivers is matchup proof, or not matchup proof, but kind of game script proof at this point in the season next game. Here we got the Philadelphia Eagles at the Arizona Cardinals, the battle of the birds. I like Jalen Hurts in this matchup. I did not believe in Jalen Hurts at all last week. I was kind of singing down on him. I was thinking, yeah, what if he kind of sucked a little bit of wee-wee at the beginning of the game, and then they bring in Carson Wentz, right? What if they tug him out of that game? And then you're kind of fucked, right, obviously. But we didn't see that. We saw complete and utter domination out of Jalen Hurts up against one of the tougher defenses in the NFL, New Orleans Saints. Now he gets the Cardinals, a not-as-hot defense. I expect the Bird matchup to have a lot of points scored from the quarterback position in Jalen Hurts. And then on the other side of the ball, we have Kyler Murray, short man Kyler Murray, Mr. 5'6". Mr. needs to stand on a step stool to brush his teeth in the morning like he's a 7-year-old. Kyler fucking Murray up against the Philadelphia Eagles. This should be a higher-scoring affair if the Eagles are able to get it going like I believe. So Kyler should be in a boat race in this matchup next game here. We got the New York Football Jets at the Los Angeles Rams, and in this one, I'm going to be sitting down Jets quarterback, Mono Man Sam. Mr. Seeing Ghost Sam Donald. Sam Donald has been awful this season. I don't know what to think about Sam Donald because I'm not sure if Adam Gaze has completely fucked this man's career, which he has at this point. I'm not sure if that's all it is. Maybe Donald's just not that good. Maybe it's a combination amalgamation amalgamation of both. I'm not too sure, but what I do know is up against the LA Rams defense, there's no way in fuck you're starting Sam Donald with Adam Gaze as the head coach and Jared Goff, the Goffinator. 9,000 up against the New York Football Jets should be a must-start matchup for this week. Next game here, we got the Kansas City Chiefs at the New Orleans Saints. And in this one, obviously, you're firing up Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes had one of his worst games of his NFL career up against the Miami Dolphins. Shout out to my Dolphins. Very good defense. Chiefs, very good offense. The Saints now playing up against, or the Chiefs playing up against another tough defense, in my opinion, not as good as the Dolphins. So I do think Patrick Mahomes should be able to have a much better game in this matchup. Taysom Hill, does he play? Is it going to be Drew Brees? Right now, my assumption is it's going to be Hill. And I think next week is when we see Drew Brees make that triumphant return in week numero 16. I think Taysom Hill is able to play decent in this matchup, but not as high upside after we kind of saw him limited last week, even though he still finished with a fine fantasy football score next game. Here we got the Cleveland Browns at the New York football Giants. This is a game I'm staying away from. We've seen Baker sling it two games in a row, so I almost want to buy back onto the Baker train, but we all know this game could turn to complete and utter shit for Baker Mayfield. Not because Odell Beckham Jr. is there trying to collect it, but because they run the ball a million times, right? Stefanski loves to run the rock. That's how this man got his bread and got that job as the head coach of the Cleveland Browns by running the ball a million times with Dalvin Cook last season, and he's ran the ball with Chubb and Kareem Hunt seven zillion times this season, and the Giants' defense is not the greatest up against the run, so I do expect a very run-heavy attack from Cleveland, which hurts Baker, and then Daniel Jones just loves fumbling the ball, loves doing this, loves doing that, except for scoring fantasy points, so he's going to be a sit even if the Browns' defense haven't looked amazing. And final game of the week, Monday night! Football between the Steelers at the Cincinnati Bungles. And in this one, I like Big Ben Roethlisberger, but I don't know how much I like him. I don't know because 
The Steelers have been looking bad, and the Steelers just played down a competition, so I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't score 7,000 points up against the Bengals because Tomlin kind of just, he'll sneak in here, drop like 17 points, win 17 to 10, and get out of there. He doesn't need to fucking smack them and drop 70 points on their head top. He just doesn't do that, so that does kind of worry me about Big Ben Roethlisberger in this matchup. Brandon Allen is obviously going to be a sit because he's playing up against one of the most one of the most best, one of the best defenses in the NFL in the Pittsburgh Steelers. So thank you guys all for watching. If you did end up enjoying, please make sure that you hit that subscribe button down below. I love each and every single one of you motherfuckers. Make sure to check out OverlayDFS.com. Link down below in the description. I love you all in a couple hours. We'll be back with the wide receiver start or sit video and then the tight end video later in the day. I love you all. Have a great rest of your guys' day. As always, good boy.